welcome to the Bull Rush. This is episode six. I'm joined tonight by Dynasty Frank and no Scott. What's up, Frank? What up, homie? What's going on, man? Yeah, Scott can't can't join us again tonight. Oh man, uh, it's really unfortunate because you know, as we discussed a couple episodes ago, he uh, he was a fluffer, right? But in the good news, he got promoted to the cleanup crew. But unfortunately, today after a scene on clockwork orgy he had a terrible squeegee accident and slipped and fell and threw out his back oh so, that's unfortunate really unfortunate he, he worked so hard at his position to get a promotion to the squeegee crew and then he just throws out his back i mean yeah it was uh, horrible uh that movie sounds sounds pretty interesting though a clockwork orgy yeah i, I actually um, hear it's supposed to be out in uh, local video stores next summer uh, so Scott, you take it easy, you relax, and you get that back right. We want to get you back to work. That's right. Yeah, we, we miss you, Scott. <laughs> Love you, man. <laughs> of course, we're kind of joking. Um, kind of. Yeah. Semi. Yeah. So let's go on to week three. And as we've started pretty much the past two shows, we're going to discuss injuries. And one that's probably got a lot of owners a little nervous is the Marshawn Lynch injury. Mainly because last weekend there was a lot of misinformation going around. You know, he was said that he was okay. Uh, at one point, I saw a report that his people said that he was laughing about the idea that he wasn't ready to go. And then Thomas Rawls gets the first carry and basically took over that game while Marshawn left the game with a hamstring injury. Yeah, I wish. I wish. I wish, I wish they would have just said he's out. I mean, once I saw him go from a questionable to a game time decision, he was downgraded. I put in Carlos Williams for him, or and then I I put in Legarrette Blunt for him. Then they said he's gonna play. I'm like, I can't start one of these two guys. It's it's beast mode. I gotta put in beast mode. And then he's late coming to the field. He had trouble warming up. Then they were rubbing some crap on his back. And then he what? What he had? He was in for eleven snaps. Yeah. Out of 67. Yeah, killed and people. Me, killed me. Three points. And guess <laughs> how many points. guess how many points I lost by? Three points. If I would have started with <laughs> Garrett Blunt or Carlos Williams, I would have won, been three and oh, but no. So thank you, Beast Mode. Yeah, he apparently didn't eat enough Skittles that day. Skittles. Yeah. Son of a yeah. but uh listen, I mean rolls look pretty good, not for nothing. Oh, Oh, yeah, man. He's good. He's a guy I've been on stanchion on uh, my dynasty rosters anywhere I can. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, and now, you know, they're, Seattle's playing on Monday Night Football, and they're listing Marshawn Lynch as questionable, but there was a report that came out on Wednesday saying that he's 50-50. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it sounds worse than it did last week. So if I'm a Marshawn Lynch owner, I'm, I'm going to be really nervous. I may be making the move for Thomas Rawls. And if I'm a Thomas Rawls owner, I'm pretty excited. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not starting beast mode anywhere. Only because it's Monday night. I mean, yeah, I'm. I'm putting in Carlos Williams, and uh, and that's it. You know, Carlito, Carlito, Carl Goat. <laughs> oh yeah, man. Yeah, another guy that was just like Marshawn Lynch, where not too sure of his status going into the week. Uh, you know, there was an issue with him not being able to practice, being limited, and then he was starting supposedly, for the Jets, Chris Ivory. And then he got a goose egg because he pretty much didn't play. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Well, thankfully, I think I have him in one league. 
and I, I, that didn't hurt me too much. But I'm sure there's people that have, uh, you know, that relied on him. The previous two games he had, the first game, I mean, he went crazy with Cleveland. You know, two touchdowns, 90-something yards. Second game, not so much. Yeah, well, Bilal Powell, Powell excuse me, had uh, only 10 attempts for 31 yards. It's not like he's lighting the world on fire. No, he wasn't lighting the world on fire anyway. It's a quad for Chris Ivory, and there, you know, he was limited in practice on Wednesday. So that's another situation to really watch because, I mean, I really like Ivory. I have him in quite a few leagues, and he burnt me last week, uh, especially because I had Chris Johnson on my bench and a few uh, of them. Yeah, so I was really excited about that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and another thing on the same team there is Eric Decker. He's recovering from knee injury. Uh, he's questionable. It did not sound very likely that he would be able to play, but you got to remember they're also playing in London. So that that's kind of mess up their, their travel, maybe more days for them to get right. So if you have Eric Decker or Chris Ivory, you might be one to look for a replacement. Yeah, I'm not starting any one of them with no. any kind of confidence this week. But at least we get a, a football game at like 9.30 in the morning on the East Coast. Oh, that's beautiful. Something like that. That's great. I'm gonna be I love it. Cereal. Yeah, I love it too. I'm going to have a cereal, a, some cereal, a beer, and watch football at 9.30. <laughs> this is great. Some burial. Yeah. Burial. <laughs> yeah. And if anybody saw the hit on Ben Roethlisberger, that looked like a season ender. I mean, it, it just crushed his knee from the side, just caved in. It hurt. You ever see that? You ever yeah. see like an injury and you get like that, you get like all weak or you get that, that tingle up your mm-hmm. spine. And you're like, oh my God, that was horrible. <laughs> That's yeah. exactly how it felt. I was like, oh no, I felt that in my knee. And yeah. for him to be out four weeks is, is just nuts. Well, yeah, four weeks. And now they're saying it's potentially two weeks. Wow. Which is impressive if that's the case. It's uh, you know, mostly a well, it's an MCL strain, but they're also saying his uh, he's got a pretty good bone bruise, which is just as damaging as the MCL injury. That's gonna kind of affect that whole offense, I believe. Oh yeah, I mean, does anybody trust Michael Vick? I hate. I, I don't. Vick. <laughs> I, I, don't <laughs> I hate Michael Vick. I, I, I've been pretty much uh outspoken about i can't stand michael vick if if i ever saw a ticker or 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 a notification came on my phone that michael vick died somehow somewhere i'm i'm okay with that i'm actually okay with it he listen i love dogs and i don't give a shit that he did two years in jail and he did i don't i do not forgive i do not forget anonymous plug right there um (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I love dogs and the fact that he just was doing that shit. I don't give a crap about Michael Vick. Expect so, us. Expect us. Yes. Expect we us. do not forgive. We do not forget. <laughs> well, okay. Now we know who's going to get hacked after this show. That's great. Yeah, that's right. I'm going to give Don Cheech a nice call after this show. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's a Thursday night game. So there's, there's already going into that, that game with, you know, without their top quarterback, it's going to kind of make people a little bit nervous about some other guys we'll, we'll discuss in a little bit. But uh, in that same game, Baltimore Ravens, Crockett Gilmore, he's a guy that I locked into several of my Monday through Thursday DFS contests, and I'm stuck with him, and he's going to be out <clears throat> with a calf you, injury. Yeah. Why are you stuck with him? You could change him. Can't you edit that lineup? <laughs> no, man. Where I'm playing, you cannot edit it. Once the game starts on Monday, you're stuck. Oh, that's right. Monday. I'm sorry. Monday. Oh, that's a kick in the nuts. 
Yeah, so if I would have known that his calf injury was this bad, I, of course, would have started Max Williams because I think, you know, he's going to just dominate the Steelers. But uh, back to injuries, a lot of Arian Foster owners were pretty excited to hear that he could come back this week. Well, now he's limited. He's on the side uh, of practice doing kind of individual drills. And I saw John McClain, the, the beat writer for Houston, say that until Arian Foster gets a full week of practice and he's not going to play in a game, which there's a couple points to that. One, I'm glad as an Arian Foster owner, they're making sure he is fully healthy because, you know, you've waited this long, a quarter of the season now, you want this guy to be able to help you for the second half of the season. But also, damn, I could really use him this week. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're not going to rush him back because of his history with injuries. And Alfred Blue had a pretty good game last game. So, you know, so, yeah, I, I'm, I'm with you. I'm an Arian Foster owner in a couple of leagues, and I don't want to rush them. I don't want them to rush him back at all. Uh, you know, take your time. Even though I'm 0-3 in that league, <laughs> take your time. What's the difference? 0-4, 0-3, whatever. Yeah, you know. But as long as he's healthy for the rest of the year, I'm, I'm cool with it. Okay, for our next segment, we're going to do Blow Your Wad. Stop! Okay, keep doing it. Yeah! The foreskin edition? Oh, you read that wrong, dude. It's the foresight edition. No, I read, I read it right. <laughs> I know. <I'm> Oh, God. The foresight yeah. edition. That's, That's right. right. And what that means is since our show doesn't air till you know, pretty much after the waivers uh, process, which, by the way, we are going to try to adjust that next, starting next week. We're going to try to get the show out by Wednesday or uh, at the latest Thursday morning. But we're going to try to look a little bit ahead here. And we're going to look at guys that, you know, may have been dropped uh, this week or – you know, looking down the road a little ways that you may want to snag now so you're not trying to compete with your league mates uh, to, to get them on your roster. So the guy that I have here on the top of my list is D'Angelo Williams. And some people might be like, what the hell? But D'Angelo Williams is clearly the handcuff for Le'Veon Bell. And if Le'Veon Bell just happens to go down, because I imagine with Michael Vick in there, he's going to get used a lot. Right. So if he happens to get dinged up or, you know, miss some time, D'Angelo Williams is the guy. And he's he showed for, through the first two weeks he can carry the load. I mean, he looked really good. Uh, 41 rushing attempts, 204 rushing yards with three touchdowns. But on top of that, he had five receptions for 20 yards. So he's he's active in all facets of the game, and he can pass block. So they're going to they're gonna be using him if Le'Veon Bell goes down. And he's, you know, if you got a, a decent spot on your roster – you know, somebody like Nelson Aguilar just kind of hanging out down there. You may want to move on. Uh, even Roddy White. Roddy White, dead to me. I would gladly pick up uh, D'Angelo Williams just in case. Dead. He's dead. Dead, dead to yeah. me. I totally agree with you, man. I mean, D'Angelo Williams helped me to like a top, thir- a top 30 position or something like that in the Scott Fishbowl because he was a beast the first two weeks. And if Le'Veon Bell, God forbid – Goes down because I have Le'Veon Bell almost in every big uh, league, major league I, I, I'm in. If he goes down, then D'Angelo Williams is just – he'll be a top five running back. He'll finish the season as a top five running back. So I, well, I, I like that. Yeah, I like that call. And this is just like an insurance. I mean, you know, yeah. you can't count – this is just if – I mean, things happen. Look at Beast Mode. He went down, you know, for a game, maybe even two, so – yeah, and everybody's rushing to get Thomas Rawls right now. Uh, right. 
Uh, a guy we didn't mention in injuries was LaShawn McCoy. He's probably out this week with a hamstring, so everybody's rushing to get Carlos Williams. So if you have a little bit of foresight here, foresight, Frank, foresight, you can go get D'Angelo Williams, and uh, you know you won't have to fight. You know, spend all your waiver money if you have that, or hope that you have a low enough priority that you can pick up somebody. Right. Well, the guys in my league that are scrambling to get to Carlos Williams or Carl Carl Goat Carlos Goat uh, were Carl disappointed Goat. because I drafted him because McCoy. I'm I'm done with Shady McCoy and dealing with his hamstring injuries because didn't he didn't he tweak his hamstring in the preseason or something yeah. in training camp, and I was like I'm picking this guy up. Carlos, so all oh my guys coming into the through the preseason, he looked good, and then he had that little injury. It was kind of I don't even know if they actually disclosed what it was. Like he went to the hospital, and people kind of forgot about him, right? You know? And here he comes, and I mean, like he's literally I've been calling him Baby Blunt. He reminds me of Garrett Blunt. Like he's a big dude, and he can crush people. And yeah, I love it. Nice. Yeah. So uh, who do you got, man? Who you think is going to be a a good well, guy to pick up now? I mean, if this guy's still out there, which I doubt after last week and after all the major players in fantasy have, have you know, brought him up. But Lance Dunbar was my guy. Oh, I yeah. try to dra- I've tried to draft him before the season just because, you know, what the, f- what the hell, you know? Lance Dunbar, up until this point, is 21 for 22. He's 21 receptions on 22 targets. He's the leading receiver on Dallas, and he's only five snaps – Behind Joseph Randall, eighty-seven to eighty-two. That's that's sick. awesome. Yeah, yeah, and, and he's not. I mean, he's getting used everywhere. Everywhere. I mean, he's getting used in the pass game. But yeah, but I mean, they need him, and, right? And they need him. Yeah. Without that, I mean, there you have Jason Witten with both dad sprayed ankles. You know, I mean, <laughs> he's got two sprained ankles. How does that even happen? And then Terrence Williams and Cole Beasley. I mean, Lance Dunbar. I love that. I love. I, I mean, again, we doubt. I doubt that he's out there. If he is out there, snatch him up. I don't even. I, I, I highly doubt that he's still out there. But if he is, hey, I'm seeing on my timeline. Like, uh, should I pick up Carlson Palmer? I'm like, are you freaking kidding me? How is he not drafted? You know. Right. So anyway, or gone so, by now, yeah, or gone by now, exactly. So if Lance Dunbar is out there, uh, definitely pick him up, and I'd even flex him in PPR. Yeah, I was going to say, we should definitely focus that he's more of a PPR play than anything because the touchdowns may come. They're going to be very unpredictable, but you know those receptions are going to be good. Yeah, and Frank, I'm curious to hear your thoughts on a guy that was kind of just crapped on. He's kind of looked at his guy that just calls fair catches in the return game. But <laughs> Ted Ginn Jr., uh, what do you think of him in Carolina? Well, uh, I mean – it surprised me. I mean, if you look at it, I mean, last game he had a pretty good – he had a really good game, actually. Uh, well, no, a decent game. I'm sorry. He had four catches for six on, on six targets. He had 93 yards. Uh, he caught 66% of his passes. I mean, but who else do they really have? I mean, they have Greg Olson, and then he's just, you know, chucking it up to Ted Ginn. So, I mean, he's got 20 targets in three games, 10 receptions, uh, 188 total yards. He's only got one touchdown. But if you – I mean, these are just flyers. Take a shot, throw a dart. Maybe you'll get a flex, maybe a wide receiver four, three-ish, four-ish. I I would be more comfortable with taking as as a wide receiver four than relying as a wide receiver three. But, I I mean, are they playing – who are they playing? They're playing uh, Tampa Bay, right? Tampa Bay, yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, Tampa Bay, they did a good job against New Orleans, but they got smoked by the Titans and Marcus Mariota. Uh, you know, he threw four touchdowns against them, and they could not stop the the seams, the the just crossing patterns, like post that Kendall Wright was running. He torched them right off the bat. I think it was a 50-yard touchdown. And Kendall Wright's slower than Ted Ginn. So, right. You know, you said he's he's got 20 targets through three games. I mean, that's just under seven targets a game. So that's that's kind of promising to me. Right. And, I mean, we just brought up Lance Dunbar, who has 22 targets in yeah. three games, you know. So, I mean, he's he's got a nice little pace going on there. So, I mean, you could do worse. Oh, you yeah. Know, I mean, there's guys. The I mean, he kind of right. Oh, God. Yeah, I wouldn't have thought that before the season. I know. Me neither. You know, Ted Ginn kind of uh, is the vibe of – Nate Washington to me, kind of. Right. He's kind of the guy that uh, he's going to probably catch a long one every once in a while. Uh, but if he is turning into the top receiver other than Greg Olson, I mean, if you're in a pinch, why not? Yeah, exactly. Especially with a bye week coming up. I mean, who's on the bye? I mean, it's the pa- Patriots, Tennessee, right? Those are the only two buys, or is there somebody else? Yeah, I think there's 15 games. So, yeah, two teams out. All right, yeah. So, I mean, listen, you could do worse. Like I said, you could have Roddy White in there. You could have, you know, Victor Cruz still isn't it, – it, it had an, another setback, Victor Cruz. Seriously? Right. Another freaking setback? I don't know. I'm so bummed about that, really. Oh. It said, like, he felt his calf go, and that was it for practice. Yeah, he pulled himself out of practice. So, that's not – are we going to go – am I going to go on a rant on the Giants right now? Am I going to go on <laughs> The floor is yours. No. <laughs> Ruben Randall. Ruben Randall out for OBJ last week. What the? F- yeah. Did you see that touchdown pass? That's though? ridiculous. That's. That, I mean, that's the kind of crap that happens. And that's and the, catches the touchdown. That yeah, happens against me. Now Ruben Randall's probably one of the most top top added wide receivers though. Right. You know, like, they see the stats like whoa. There you go. They see this box score 116 yards. I knew it. Yeah. Ruben Randall. I mean, yeah, dude. Did you catch? Did, did you catch the play where the ball hit? the defender's helmet or hands and the, and it bounced right into Ruben Randall's. Come on. Yeah. I'm not, I'm still not buying Ruben Randall. I'm not a believer. Hell no. no. I'll pick him over Ted Ginn. <laughs> I mean, if I have to choose between Ruben Randall and Ted Ginn, but Hey, you you could do worse with Ted, you know, with other players. So, well, we ran a little contest last week and it was basically for, uh, for anybody who wanted to rate and review us on iTunes, which we do really appreciate anybody that continues to do that. Yeah, we really do. We're gonna yeah, we're gonna do this again. Yeah, no, I've read a couple of the reviews, man. You guys, whoever's out there doing that, I mean, there's uh, I'm, there's some pseudo names in there, right? I mean, not everybody's putting their real names, but some really really cool reviews. So uh, I appreciate it, and I'm, I'm sure Ty does and Scott does too. Of course, man. Yeah, it's it's great. I mean, that helps us out a lot. You know, you hear other podcasts say, but it's true. The the reviews help us get listens. You know, it's suggested. But uh, the reason we did that was we wanted to you know, get out there a little bit more. And we wanted to say thank you to one particular person. So we randomly selected one reviewer and this is John B. You can follow him on Twitter at empire FFL. Anyway, he left us a a little 20 second clip. That was the prize said we promised 20 seconds of airtime on our show to say whatever you want. PG 13. And, uh, and here's what he had to say. 
Happy to be part of this great pod. Thanks. How to use my 20 seconds. All 20 asking for a spot in Fishbowl 2016? Hit me with the double secret code, Scott. Spread the idea of the Monster Empire League I want to start next year. Bull Rush should all jump in. Or simply state that while I love fantasy football, I take a loss every week in every league and give up every DFS cent for the Bengals to keep playing the way they are. Yeah, that's one who day. Nice. Right. <laughs> yeah, dude, that guy should be like one of the uh, the disclaimer voices at the end of all these commercials. Right? <laughs> right? Do you remember back in those commercials, the little matchbox cars where they got to spark it up? Yeah, yeah. That guy, yeah he, he put a lot of info in 20 seconds. No, great job, John, and we do appreciate the review. Yeah, awesome, John. And I'm we're sure gonna... Scott will uh, get back to you on that uh, Scott Fishbowl entry. Yeah, we're going to make sure Scott Scott hears this. All right, we're going to unveil a brand new segment called DFS Fades. Okay, yeah, in this segment, we're uh, we're not necessarily going to throw out a bunch of prices and whatnot for you because there's plenty of podcasts that will do that. Uh, we're just going to kind of look at players and situations and their opponents. Kind of like a start-sit type deal, but these are all guys that we are really, uh, if not nervous, we're just kind of concerned. So one guy that's really been blowing it up, winning a lot of money for people is Larry Fitzgerald. Uh, Carson Palmer loves him. He's getting all the receptions. He's getting touchdowns. He seems un- yeah, he seems unstoppable right now. But he's facing St. Louis this week, and they're only allowing 7.4 fantasy points to opposing wide receivers. And that's with Antonio Brown's decent game in there last week. So what are your thoughts wow. on Larry Fitzgerald? Hey, listen, man, I totally missed the boat on Larry Fitzgerald. I traded him for Alfred Morris in one league, one redraft league, which I'm mm-hmm. upset about. But after hearing, and listen, I, I, again, I want to tell the audience, all four of you, that <laughs> I am new. I'm a brand newbie to the DFS, uh, the, you know, empire world. I am a lifestyle. Uh, to the lifestyle. Yeah, all these fades. And when when Ty was talking about fades, I thought he was talking about a haircut. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, so, I mean, when I hear that St. Louis only gives up 7.4 points to a wide receiver, and that's including, I mean, Antonio Brown's yeah. game, it, it, it's, it's concerning. You know, it's a concern. Uh, definitely, I would look for other options. In, in my start sits. You know what I mean? If I'm going to start somebody else, I'd rather start a, a wide receiver, a safer play. So yeah. so knowing that, that they're, the St. Louis is that good against wide receivers, how do you feel about John Brown? I, I, I mean, I, especially with a with a whatchamacallit with an injury didn't he come out with an injury today? Or, yeah, I think or, he's got a shoulder right now. Yeah, I'm not starting him either. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's a guy that's going to be heavily owned. Larry Fitzgerald, that is. I think he's going to be heavily owned, and it might be one of those guys that you might get burned on it. But, you know, depending on uh, similarly priced wide receivers, it might be best to just fade him a little bit. You know, it's kind of like um, I'm not saying this, the Rams secondary is as good as Carolina, but when somebody's facing Josh Norman, you look at Allen uh, Robinson and then Nook Hopkins. You know, it's just. But when those guys take on decent defenses, you know, their, their numbers are capped a little bit. And right. I'm kind of wondering if that's going to happen to Larry Fitzgerald this week. Right. Well, then, I mean, isn't Evans playing Carolina this week? Because I yeah. was going over the, over the prices and like Fitzgerald and Evans have the same price or, you know, similar. Steve Smith Sr. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, he's... See, I like that. I like that play against Pittsburgh on Thursday night. You like that, huh? Yeah, I like Steve Smith there. Yeah, Amari Cooper against Oakland, uh, against Chicago. Yeah, I, I really like I Cooper. like that, too. I like Cooper. Yeah, uh, so, I mean, you're looking at... I mean, there's, there's other options, and... Like I said, I think that Larry Fitzgerald's gonna be heavily owned. So if you if you do end up fading him, uh, you know there's there's other options that I don't think that are gonna just kill your chances, but you may may end up doing better because you faded him. Nice, uh, Jamal Charles. I hate to bring up this name. Wow, Jamal. yeah, I'm surprised. <laughs> Mother effing Charles. Okay, so check this out. I mean, he's taking on Cincinnati who's not the best against the run, but they're pretty damn good. You know, they're allowing a little bit over nine fantasy points per game to opposing running backs. That's PPR points, of course. But Jamal Charles is kind of a guy that's, I mean, he's obviously expensive, and he deserves that price tag. But he's also kind of got a safer floor because he's getting a lot of receptions. And now Niall Davis is is dinged up, so he might get a little bit more work. But would you have the uh, Kahunes to to fade Jamal Charles? I don't think I would. I mean, listen, I don't play in these big leagues. I, it, I what maybe two dollars, five dollars the most sure. is what I put on. And for five dollars, I'd rather lose the five dollars start <laughs> Jamal Charles. You know what I mean? Then lose $5, not starting Jamal Charles. Like, ah, why did I start Mark Ingram? Why? Why? I would, it would hurt me worse. You know, like if I lost with Jamal Charles in the roster on my lineup, in my lineup, uh, I'd be okay with it. It's like, listen, it's Jamal Charles for president, right? Right. But if I lost without Jamal Charles, it would hurt me more. Like it would just hurt more. So it, it probably I, would kind of outsmart yourself, I guess. Right. I, I yeah. I would. I. I mean, me personally, but again, I'm new to this, so I would keep Charles in there because I think if anybody can tr- transcend that defensive uh, average points per average, yeah. whatever the hell that is, nine point three, I think mm-hmm. it's, it's Jamal Charles. I'm surprised that you tie. I'm surprised you even. I, you know, I didn't necessarily say I would fade him. I'm just bringing up the point of you know he's going to be probably heavily owned as he should be. Yeah, there's, there's always concern. Exactly, it's like one of those guys where it's like OBJ on Thursday night where you're just like, I know Washington's defense is decent, but he's such a stud, right? And he puts up 20 points, and that's good, but that doesn't really meet his price tag. You know, Jamal Charles gets 18 points. That's not really worth what you paid for, you know. Right. Uh, you so know, wait, in your voice. I'm sorry. What, I, I, his so like, all right, 18 points isn't worth that upper top three, right? I mean, he's going to be a top three. Sure. You got to pay yeah. top three mm-hmm. price for him. So, what do you think? Over 20 is that like a legit? Yeah, if I'm paying for, for top running backs, I need top money. Like uh, Le'Veon Bell. Jamal Charles, both those guys were way up there. I think on uh, own the play, they were a hundred dollars apart last week, and it mm-hmm. was like in the, in the high seven thousands. And you know, you got thirty one points from Jamal Charles and like twenty six or something from Le'Veon Bell. Um, I hope Mailman's listening to that, uh, Jim Dreer, because Jamal <laughs> Charles topped Le'Veon Bell. But anyway, <laughs> uh, <laughs> he's always getting at me about that. Um, yeah, if you don't get 20 points out of a guy you pay that much for, you're really going to have to hope that one of those guys that you had to, to discount, save some price, save some money on, uh, you have to hope that they exceed their price tag. Right. 
Okay, so, so so that's I mean, when you're paying top three money, you want over twenty points. Yeah, I mean, you're if you're paying top dollar, you need those guys to hit like Julio has, you know, right? Like, or Jamal Charles. You need these guys to blow it up. They have to carry your cheap cheap plays too. Gotcha. Yeah, you know that All voice right. you did kind of sound a little bit like Jerry Jones too. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah. I'm just wondering if Jerry plays some DFS. I don't know. You know I do. I play, get me Joseph Randall on the phone. He's next. He need, he need next on your DFS fades. <laughs> that is so ironic that Jerry has a, a copy of our, our show outline here. <laughs> I emailed it to him. Oh, yeah. Your boy here. Oh, yeah. man. Yeah. You and Chris Christie just hanging out in the uh, in the Dallas box seats up there. Ah, uh, Chris Christie's eating a full ham. <laughs> the owner's full box. In the owner's box. He doesn't care about the game. He just likes the food. This, this is a great buffet. Tell you, man, that picture of him, I forget what uh, what uniform he's in the baseball, but like his moose knuckle was just ridiculous. <laughs> that was that's the softball. I think that was the Boomer and Carton, their uh, DJs. Oh, okay. On uh, in New York City, and uh, they have like a a, a a charity a charity softball, and he's oh, playing I feel like bad now. It's a charity game. <laughs> yeah, it was a charity game for like uh, oh damn it, Boomer's son is sick or has something. Ah, uh, yeah, so he was in a charity game, and he was a mess. <laughs> a mess. A mess. Yeah. Right. Well, I'd like to like say that. I feel bad for making fun of him because I didn't know it was a charity game. But that did that picture made me feel a whole lot better about myself. I was yeah, right. <laughs> anyway, going back to what Jera threw out there, Joseph Randall. All right, yeah. so I'm going to go ahead and preface this with I don't believe in Joseph Randall. I think that he's a flash in the pan. What you saw last week, like he had three good runs and then he crapped the bed the rest of the game. Like I don't think yeah, he broke five yeah. for after another carry. So New Orleans, surprisingly, is only allowing uh, a little bit like, uh, what, 8.8 fantasy points, PPR points to running backs. So that kind of makes me a little bit concerned for Joseph Randall. Not that I necessarily would be playing him. Uh, He did win some people a lot of money last week. But that was against the Falcons. And like I said, he he broke three good runs and uh, made the most of those. But this week, uh, do you think he can kind of follow up that performance? No, actually, I'm not. I, I wouldn't be comfortable because, like you said, I mean, he had three. Yet what? He had two touchdowns, three touchdowns last week. Three touchdowns, yeah. Three touchdowns and and on three great runs. And then after that, he did nothing. I mean, like you said, I don't think he went over five yards. I think four yards was the most. I mean, he had a, a bunch of one yard, one yard, zero, four, zero, one, one. I mean, he's like he's. It was like a what is that analog? It's like he was a computer zero one one zero zero one. So um, yeah, no, I'm not. I'm not. I would not feel comfortable. I mean, I don't know all the running backs in this price range, but I'm assuming like Frank Gore has got to be around there, right? Yeah, actually, I'm looking at own the play right now, and uh, I think he is the about the tenth or eleventh ranked or highest priced running back. You have Demarco Murray in that same price range. Devontae Freeman, uh, you got C.J. Anderson, Ugh. Mark Ingram, Carlos Hyde. I mean, it's kind of like one of these these weeks where you probably even want to pay up uh, for Peterson or Bell uh, or Jamal Charles, like we've mentioned, or go cheap. You know, right? Well, you don't like Freeman because Freeman killed it last week. 
Yeah, you know, I I do like Freeman, but for six thousand dollars against Houston, you know, uh, Houston's going to be tough. I think. Going back to what we were talking about with the uh, the blow your wad segment with Lance Dunbar, you know, he's he's priced way down. Like I want to say sub four four thousand. Okay, well I got a question for you then because they're facing the same team, New Orleans. Uh, the prices are pretty substantially different on own the play. Would you would you start Lance Dunbar over Joseph Randall, or do you think Joseph Randall is going to get enough carries where it's going to is going to be worth the price? No, I mean if I can if I can save some money on Joseph Randall, put in Lance Dunbar, and then you know, hook up my wide receivers, like maybe pay for a Julio or pay for a Amari Cooper, like we were talking about earlier, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. then I would rather do that because like I said, I'm not, I'm not a fan of Joseph Randall or I'm not a believer. I just don't believe it. I mean, it's something in, we all see it. We all know it. I, it's just something I do not believe in, in Joseph Randall. Plus the stats, I mean, Dunbar, he's in only, he's in just amount of snaps as Randall is. And he's what half the price. Right. And see, the, the big thing there is on, on the play, it's a full PPR. Same as DraftKings. Full PPR scoring is, is going to really leave it more advantageous for, for Lance Dunbar there, I think. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. So, yeah, I'd rather have Dunbar in there and pay and use that money in another area. Yeah, totally agree with that. You know, as we were just discussing, own the play. It's a site that a lot of, uh, a lot of people are really pushing right now. It's a new site. It, it's actually pretty cool. Um, so they're not giving us any sponsorship money. <laughs> I want to yes. preface that. Yeah. Uh, right. Yeah. Not yet. But, um, if you wanted to get on there, they do have a pretty cool promo going. It's, uh, you deposit $1 and you will get $25 tournament money, which that's, it's blown up because of that. People are taking advantage of that. And the promo you can use is Miller 25. That's M I L L E R. Like my last name, 25. It's a coincidence. I know it, it just happens to be my last name. <laughs> but let me ask you something, Ty. <laughs> I, was, I joined a uh, large, let's just put a very large uh, DFS site, and they promised that they were going to give me 200. Uh, they were going to match my deposit 200%, mm-hmm. and then it was pending. I'm like, what the fuck is this? Yep. Pending, pending, pending. I'm like, wait, you said you were going to match my, my deposit by 200%, and I can't use that deposit. So with own yeah. the play, that's not like that. I put in a dollar, and I got my $25. Exactly. Like, I yeah, was you used the promo. It. Yeah, you played with You got it immediately. You used the promo um, code. Yeah, you got it immediately. immediately. So, yeah, yeah. And that's that's actually why I, I, I even tweeted a, a few days ago, I'm really supporting these these smaller sites right now because they're doing everything they can, even as ridiculous the amount of money they're they're pushing around and giving away for you to get your attention, to get you to I know. Play. You know, some other DFS sites, they don't have to really try so hard. You know, they they advertise, you see them on TV and everything. People are they just lie to them. you. They basically <laughs> lie to you. I don't know. I hate being taken for a sucker. Yeah. I don't give a shit about sound, sounding like an idiot, but when somebody tries to take me for a sucker, I can't sleep at night. I swear to Jesus, I cannot yeah. sleep at night. I get, it runs in my mind. I'm like, this son of a bitch thinks I'm a fucking sucker. Yeah. So when I, I put money into it and then I wasted it because, like I said, I'm a new DFS player. I'm like, all right, well, at least you know I have another $25 in there, and I'm trying to play with it. I'm like, wait a second. It says I have 18 cents or something crazy like that mm-hmm. like you 
So I, I was, I'm infuriated. I'm so furious with this freaking big, this big site. Cause I was taken, I'm, I was the sucker. I'm just like every other fucking sucker out there. And I put money into this dumb site. But when I went to own the play, I got my $20, $25. It was nuts. I told my buddies about it too. I, I mean, I'm wondering if they, if they used the, the promo code, but you know, you, I swear, you, I swear they honestly, they have not given us any money to promote this site on the, I, on the show at all. I was just about to say, you would think they were promoting this, but they're not. Yeah, yeah it's, it's really a good deal that um, <clears throat> I, I feel genuinely good about spreading the word, you know, like yeah. people, people, should get deals like this. If you want to get into DFS, what better way than to put a dollar and get 25 back? It's 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 a great promo, you know. Yeah, so. and if you lose, you lose a buck. I mean, come yeah, on. It's your I mean, your and, and everybody sees it on the tw- on the Twitter their Twitter timelines. There's a bunch of people promoting yeah. on the play. I yeah, mean, I got all- pinned to my I got a pin to my uh my Twitter but my whatever Twitter profile. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, Project Roto, Nathan Powell, I've seen mm-hmm. news uh, of of yeah. Mike Margosian. At Mike, Mike Moore. Yeah. yeah, at Mike Moore. I mean, there's a bunch of people. It, it kind of sucks. Like these, these, these sharks are getting more and more into it, though. Yeah, this week did change a little bit. It yeah. did. It did. I won like 15 bucks on it. I think I'm a fucking. I'm like, yeah, this is great. And then next thing you know, I'm like, oh no, there goes Mike Moore in my in my tournament. <laughs> no, what is this? Nathan Powell too. Project Roto. Even though I came in second place in his 50-50. Woo. But uh, <laughs> but, uh, uh Nick's uh, awesome. Yeah, um, he don't follow me, but it's all right. Uh, nah, Nick's cool, man. Nick's cool. <laughs> I'm sure he is. Maybe sure we'll he follow is. you now. At I'm Dynasty sure Frank. At Dynasty Frank. Yeah. Anyway, but yeah, we're we're waxing and waning on on uh on on the play, but yeah, screw the big sites. Go to these smaller sites. It's it's better for you. I mean, that's just me though. There you go. It's like eating local, right? Just, just right. Support the little guy. Oh no, this isn't a hipster thing. <laughs> You know, only the true. You got to grow a beard, man. You got to play on the play, own the play with a beard or a mustache. I don't got to grow like a yeah. French the waxed, yeah, a Salvatore Dali mustache, do I? <laughs> All the cool kids are playing on own the play. I don't know. All right, that's it for this show. Episode six is in the books. Uh, hopefully, wow. you're following at Bull Rush Podcast. So uh, you can kind of find out what's going on. Like I said, we are going to continue doing the uh, the 20, 20 second time slot for any person that reviews us. We're going to randomly pick them. So please continue to do that and help us out. And we will help you push anything you want to push by giving you some time. PG-13. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> a little disclaimer. All right. So thank you for listening. Have a good week. Later, players.